Okay, we are in Sefer Ezra, Perik Yud, the last Perik in Ezra. Ukihispalel Ezra Ukisvadaso, that's Pasuk Aleph, Bacha Umisnapel with Nebesel Okim. So we saw that Ezra, now in his fourth month of assuming power, in terms of both civil jurisdiction and religious jurisdiction of the community in Yerushalayim, both that had been there before and that he had led in, now discovers that there is, we're not sure the extent at the time, but what looks like rampant intermarriage between the men in that group in Eretz Yisrael and non-Jewish women. And to say that Ezra is devastated, dumbfounded, dumbstruck, depressed, would be um, just an understatement. He completely collapses, he loses it, and goes into what has to be described as a mourning right in the center of the Beit HaMikdash, and of course, to be fair, there is a certain element of theatrical message there. Because what Ezra's doing is he realizes he can't do tochacha. He cannot yell at these people. He cannot, you know, give a sort of Jeremiah kind of nabuah that you're all going to burn in hell. What he has to do is hopefully by them seeing his grief and his anguish, they will be part of a tshuva movement that will rid this from their, their midst. And so that's what he does. So he goes into the center of the temple. Let's pick it up in Pasuk Aleph. So as he prays, he prostrates himself down on the floor. He prays his father, so he confesses. Bocha, he cries unashamedly. He falls right before the house of the Kaddish Baruch, who his palms on the ground, his face on the ground. And what happens? Nick love me, Israel, call Ravma Od. A group coalesces around him, a very big group. After all, he is Ezra. He's in the center of the Mikdash. Something is happening. They come in to see what is going on. Anashim, men, Venashim, women, Yeladim, children, Kibachu Ha'am Harbe Becha. And they cry as well. They are stimulated into crying just by the depths of his anguish. Interesting question. We had learned that women, Jewish women, did not take part in this. They were sort of a morally superior to this intermarriage. And what are they doing there crying? And the Mephoshim says, these probably are the women whose husbands left them for non-Jewish women. And so, yes, they're very legitimately part of the crying process. Bayan Shachne ben Yechiel mibnei Elam and Shachnia. Son of Yechiel, we're not sure who he is, but obviously he is sort of a one-man committee to see if this can be remedied. We have sinned. 
before our God. We have taken non-Jewish women from the nations around us here in Israel. However, now, there is mikveh. Mikveh could mean a hope, a, a solution. Uh, by the way, we're not so sure that uh, this man speaking up, Shachni of Yechiel, himself is guilty, but he may be saying that, yes, we're all in this together, call Yisrael Aravim Zebazeh, let's work a way out of this. What is the mikveh, the solution? The uh, Malbin puts it beautifully. He's telling Ezra, Ezra, you have a weapon now that we never had before. And here's what he, let me read it to you. You have absolute civil, judicial, religious power that Daryavish gave you. You can appoint judges. Lahanish, to punish, those who have flouted this rule. In other words, for the first time, you have the legal instrumentalities to inflict a punishment under Jewish law. Mikveh uh, could also mean a mikveh, that maybe there is a way of either converting these women, or sending them to the mikveh possibly, but the Mephorshim prefer this one, that you've got the legal remedy right in your hand. Continues what is that remedy? What, what's, what oh, is you're going to see. It's a beauty. Beauty. The Atar Nikras Brislalokainu. So now, let's make a covenant. Covenant usually means a written proclamation. Lahotsi Kol Noshim to exclude these women, the Hanoad Mayhem the offspring of these unions, Batsas Hashem, the Hacharedim, the Mitzvah Salokenu, the Katora Yehoseh. As we said, you've got the legal remedies, the Gedolim will support you, the Torah supports you, whatever you do. Come, rise, he is saying, Nachmiel. Ki Olecha HaDavar, it is upon you. You have it within your grasp to solve this. Ba'anachnu imoch, we're with you. Chazak, strengthen yourself, I say, pull yourself together from this crying, this fasting, this depression. You can solve it. Vayokam Ezra, and Ezra gets up, Vayishpa Esorei HaKohanim Halviim B'chol Yisrael, and he swears to this proclamation. He makes them take an oath, the Kohanim, the Levim, the Yisrael, la sos kedover hazeh vayishavehu, and they swear. In other words, you make a proclamation under Jewish law like this, it has, as we're going to see, the force and effect of law. Vayokam Ezrael milifnei beishelohim, vayelech elishkas yehochanon. Now he pulls himself together, and he goes to the lishka, one of the chambers of Yochanan ben Yoshiv. We are not sure exactly who he is, but that's going to be Ezra's headquarters at the moment for mapping the strategy that's going to eliminate this problem. Vayelech shacham lechem loachal. Remember, he still hasn't eaten. Mayim lo Shosai hasn't drank any water. He lechol b'nei ha'golo, he kaveitz Yerushalayim. 
He is now going to issue a proclamation that everybody in the Bnei HaGolali exile community, and it's, it's interesting that you still use 25 years later that term Bnei HaGolali, but that's what they were, Lehika Beit Yerushalayim. He wants everybody to gather to Yerushalayim. Bechol Asher Lo and you say, what are his legal remedies? Those who do not come, L'shloshesh Hayamim, within three days, Ka'atzas Hasorim Vazkenim, and according to the Sorim and Zekenim, Yekram Kol Rechushem, all his property will be expropriated. Behu Yibadel Mikal Hagola, and he is to be excommunicated. These are very radical methods. What is the basis? The basis is the concept of what you call Hefker Bezdin Hefker, that Bezdin has the power to nullify your possessions if it advances a religious objective or a directive of Bezdin, or you are flouting a Bezdin directive. They can expropriate your property, they can excommunicate you. So he's saying, show up in Yerushalayim in three days, your property, then if not, your property will then be expropriated and you will be excommunicated out of the Jewish community. Billy, if they're, if they're outside of the land of Israel at the time, three days, you know, communication slash transportation wasn't exactly up to snuff back then. Well, well that's, they, they comment on that. The yeah. truth is they did all live in a very close proximity and they say three days is not unreasonable. Unless they mean three days to, for those right, to land just to get to Yerushalayim, that's, that's reasonable. Yeah, but it's Yehuda and Binyamin concentrated right. in a right. small Not spot. Not yeah. like that. Kol Anshei Yehuda, they gather there, all the men of Yehuda, Binyamin, Yerushalayim, L'shloshes HaYamim, who in the three days, Chodesh HaTishri Be'esrum Ba'chodesh, that would be the 20th day of Kislev, and they are standing in the public square before the temple, Maridim, trembling, two factors here. One, they don't know why they've been called. They are trembling over why the emergency meeting, the threats implicit if you don't show up, and it's pouring rain. It's rainy season. They're sitting out there exposed and shivering. You have betrayed the Kodesh Baruch You have brought to yourself Nachri women, non-Jewish women, adding to you're like bringing additional sins to your whole record of sinning. You're adding new ones. Bata and now says Ezra, Tnu Toda Hashem Toda doesn't mean literally give thanks. It means misrade, confess before the do vidui and do his will. Separate yourself. Stop this assimilative process with the nations of Canaan and from these women. Get rid of them. 
וימיל כל הכהור ויאמרו כל גדול, כן כדבריך עלינו לעשות. They respond, yes, we will do what you have told us to do. However, there's a big but. אבל העם רב, there's a lot of people involved in this intermarriage. We don't know yet how many it was. We're going to be surprised that it's not as many as one would think. Um, but there are many people implicit in this. But Eske Shaman, they were standing out here freezing in the rain. The Ein Koach Lamod Machutz. We can't stand here just getting wet. We're going to get pneumonia. And what you're asking isn't going to be accomplished in one day, or in two days. Why? And it's a very logical argument. Because it's much more complicated, the sin that we have done. Remember, this has been going on for 25 years. Cases are different. How do you know that the woman hasn't converted? How do you know she wasn't a convert before? You don't know. This has to be examined. You can't just make a wholesale excision of all the non-Jewish women who were married. This has to take careful examination. Yamdunola, here's what we're suggesting. Let the judges, the tribunal, remain here. And now we've got local councils in our towns and districts. And this will be judged, each case on its merit, in our town council. And then we will make an appointment here with the main body of judges to hear that case if the case requires adjudication. Until we have successfully turned back the anger of the Kaddish Baruch Hu, uh, on all this and solved this. Two guys, Yonas and Nashoyal, the Yaksa and Tikva, we're not sure who they are, Omdu Alzos. It's Omdu also seems to imply they had objection, these two. In Misholom, Mishapte, Halevi, Azaram, and there are two underlings here that join them. We're not sure that they did have objections, but even if they did, it just shows you how small the resistance was. These were the only people who objected to this solution. Some say they objected because it didn't go strong enough, but in either case, the resistance is minimal to this. They do that. The regional council at the location makes a decision. If it warrants further review, they are brought to Yerushalayim where the court sits. Uh, and then they sit uh, in the 10th month of the first day of the 10th month. Now, each case being investigated on its own merits. And it is decided 
It takes till the first of Nisan. Each case is decided um, on its own merits. In other words, there's a possibility that the woman converted. There's a possibility that the marriage becomes legal. It's decided, and then the women are sent forth with the child and offspring, if that is the case. And so we see that for now, the problem has been solved. We are going to have a list of these men who had to get rid of these women, not so much as we're going to see to embarrass them, but to show that they did tshuva, and they averted a national crisis. The last thing, we've said it before, we've said it again. Why does Ezra take this so disastrously, catastrophically seriously? Because he sees, like no one else sees, this means there will be no permanent redemption with this second temple. It's going to go down to a third that could take thousands of years. He's heartbroken. Uh, he senses it. So we're going to see tomorrow how this plays out. He also sees, as we've said yesterday, that rejecting intermarriage is a prerequisite for being allowed to stay on the land and transfer to our children. So Adkan, we will pick it up 8.45 a.m. tomorrow with a complete list. Be there. You will not want to miss it. Adkan.